Welcome to Gaming, the new and revamped version of what was once called the Indie by Design podcast. We've changed our release schedule a little, which means that you're now going to be seeing new episodes from us every Thursday. The hosts remain myself, John Robertson, alongside Stace Harmon. Some episodes will just be us and you, and some episodes will feature guests from around the games industry. So make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and you can follow us on Twitter at Indie by Design to stay up to date with all of our announcements relating to this podcast and the books that we create and while you're there you'll also see a link to our discord and a link to our website so do check those out as well thanks for joining us okay so our last episode was back in well nearly two years ago now although we're back in 2018 november 2018 but it's not like we've just been standing still uh, doing nothing in those two years um so what have, what have we been doing, Stace? What's um, what, how have we been out there in the public eye? Mm, we've well, we've been we've been busy. Certainly, the world has been pretty busy too. Um, we have we've done very, consulted on various games as is part of our business. Some loads of projects for loads of developers and publishers, which is always interesting to peek behind the curtain. Uh, we also did. Um, Oddworld Abe's Origins. Uh, that was a Kickstarter that we ran um, a couple of years ago. Available and now. Available now, yep. Ding. Uh, yep, that's a book that's available on our website, indiebydesign.net. And that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was very successful. I think the fans seem to enjoy that. Um, and we've since moved on to a new book. Uh, big, big heavy tome. This next one's going to be two. That is 20 Double Fine Years. Uh, unsurprisingly, it's in conjunction and collaboration with Double Fine, um, who turned twenty this year. So yeah, that's a uh, that's currently available as well. Doublefinebook.com. That's available for for pre-orders, and uh, that's due to be released quarter two, twenty twenty-one. Mm. So yeah, we have been very busy, um, and we felt like now was a good time to uh to bring the podcast back to revive it in a in a different format this time around yeah. um there's going to be a lot more of of you and i talking uh previously it was much more just one or the other of us with a guest yeah. um so we're really bringing it back because um two years is long enough for our egos to take being away from you know being on a podium and talking at people yeah i need a top up yeah absolutely uh yep and so the format this time around is we're going to be asking a a single question each week and seeking to answer that question to the best of our ability and this week that question is what games do you love but would never play again um now we've got we've got some honorable mentions we've also got some some slight criteria i think it's fair to say that we put on this which was that we haven't included any incredibly old games or games from specifically i guess from our childhood too much because it's it's kind of it's easy to look back at certain old games and say that you wouldn't play them for one reason or another because they're just not uh the way they were made is very different to our games are made now um so we've focused for the most part on more modern games with a slight exception on this first one because this spans a tremendous amount of time and and starts in some of our our childhoods and and is still going now and that series as it is in this case is pokemon Mm. now john i understand that this is a series that you've you've got a lot of love for um but don't really feel 
a calling to anymore. Uh, so, I mean, I guess the first yeah. thing is like, why do you love it? And where did that come from originally? Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird because I still do feel a calling to it, I think. Um, not to undermine what you just said, but um, I still I still <laughs> do feel a calling to it. It's, and, and I was called to it, the, the most, the recent one, um, Pokemon Sword and Shield on Switch, but... I suppose the calling to answering the call to this the latest one has kind of I suppose in a way it's 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 um it's both it's both highlighted why or reinforced why I really love it but it's also highlighted why I probably don't really want to play it again um I say probably just as a disclaimer like if they change up just if they change up the formula a bit then i might be tempted to go back but uh, but pr- i can't see them doing that i mean it's so successful the way it is why would they so yeah so i played the uh, i've played i don't know if i played every single pokemon release but i've played the vast majority of them um from from the original game boy ones blue and uh, uh red and blue and i suppose i mean i mean it taps into for me it was like the absolute quintessential elements of an rpg a jrpg distilled into a really simple but really rewarding and entertaining form like you walk around mm-hmm. you have random battles you level up um pokemon rather than yourself although your collective pokemon level really is your level um and there are boss fights very evenly spaced in the forms of the gyms and in the towns that you go through and you know there's a rival that follows you up with like a sort of subplot so it's got all of those jrpg elements and and i love jrpgs but this is all just distilled into a very clean um easily understood easily engaged with easily um rewarding form Mm. And it's it's clearly something you've had. This isn't a one-off title that you played once upon a time and then never really went back to. And so it's almost a nostalgia thing. This is something you've kept up with through the years and spanning some twenty something years. Yeah. And and have even played that most recent one, as you mentioned. And it's so I'm interested then because Pokemon is a series that has largely passed me by in my personal game playing uh, career. Um. It's a thing that I understand to be brilliantly made and I can understand the appeal of it intellectually, but it's not something that's ever clicked with me. So I I wonder, do you feel like, is it your own tastes that have changed predominantly? Is it that the formula has kind of stood still, has has, has remained too static and you've just kind of moved on from that? Or like, what, what do you attribute this, this like desire to not go and play the games yeah i i think nostalgia is a big part of it nostalgia is a big part i think both positively and negatively nostalgia brings me back and makes me love the series but nostalgia also kills it for me when i play the most recent one i'm still nostalgic about it in like weird kind of sentimental ways as well so i will always so bulbasaur has always been my favorite pokemon and whenever a bulbasaur comes up in any of the games i will always get bulbasaur and i will always have him as my i call it him um he's he's a him in or i I perceive him to be a him anyway in the tv show uh, the original tv show so i'll always have a bulbasaur and i'll always and i will always uh force uh like force bulbasaur not to evolve i'll always stop his evolution i will never allow him to evolve into venusaur and ivasaur but yeah, nostalgia nostalgia makes me come back to it, 
this is why I've got Sword and Shield. Like I really, I really do. You know, you're trying to just hit those emotions as as you had mm. when you were a kid, and it's like yeah, no, you get excited for it when you start playing it, uh, and that sees you through. That's another nostalgia is enough to see. Like you know, I've, I've not just played a little bit of Sword and Shield. I've played like 12 or 14 hours of it. Like I've given it like a real good go. Um, so that nostalgia draws you, but the nostalgia also kills it for me a little bit as well, because uh, what you're playing in Sword and Shield is structurally so similar to the original games. Mm. Um, obviously there are more bells and whistles on it and there are different Pokemon and it looks much nicer and whatever. Uh, well, I say it looks nicer. It doesn't look as charming. It looks more technically nice. I'm mm. not sure it looks as charming. Mm. Um it looks a bit more kind of just typical anime now, um, but the, yeah, but the nostalgia element kills kills it a bit because because it's so similar um, structurally and in terms of the emotions that it rewards you with to the original game, it makes me think about those original games and think about the emotions and the joy that those original games gave me. But this one, maybe because it's over-familiarity, um, I don't know. But this one gives you those same emotions, but in like a weaker a weaker form. Like there's just like a shadow of those mm. of those emotions. So you're kind of you're kind of experiencing some of the same rewards, but they're just that little bit weaker. So they yeah, can never they can never satisfy yeah. you properly in the, in the same way, mm. and it feels a bit. That's just sad, really. Like it just feels a bit sad. Like you're, it's like there's this thing that like you really love, and you're trying to really like rebuild your relationship with it, but you just can't. Like it's just you know, yeah. it's just over. Yeah, and so has has that. Um, I mean, you mentioned that you played sort of, you've given it a go. You played twelve, fourteen odd hours of it, which the little that I understand of Pokemon or know about Pokemon, that's enough time for you to get a feel for the game. It's enough time to get a feel for any game um, and sometimes even complete you know many games but in terms of pokemon terms that would not be considered a long time if you're going to get into if you were into sword and shield you'd be playing it for for dozens if not potentially yeah it depends what you want to achieve if you want to get all the pokemon definitely if you just want to like race through it and get all the gym badges and complete the story um it's a much shorter amount of time um but i do tend to just sort of yeah um, try and so to find does the... All the Pokemon in all the areas, which um, I don't know. Maybe I'd like it more if I just race through it nowadays. Um, but you know, I don't really have the incentive to do that. And this one is slightly more. Is this one like slightly more open world? Is that in there terms are, of design? Yeah, there are some wider areas, and there are some new, like sort of dungeony kind of elements to it. Mm. Um, which are, you know they're well designed and they are they they do kind of hit those Pokemon points of it being kind of very streamlined and very clean, um, um, just like the rest of its design is. Um, but yeah, I mean it's not enough. I mean like dungeon crawling or those sort of elements, and it's more just it's more just grind elements that they've added to it really, um, which kind of elongate the length of the game. Um, but still, structurally, it's the same reward. It's the same like emotional reward systems that it's still tapping into all the time. Well, so that talk of this kind of open world element, um, yeah. So yours is a much. So you're talking about a spe- your first one is a very specific game, a single mm, game rather than an yes, entire is. series yeah. is. Um, and it's a game it's a game that is well potentially unlikely to ever develop into a series 
maybe um because of uh, how it was received and how divisive it was and so my first game is death stranding um and so this is a lot of people hate this game a lot of people love this game now and and we you and i had quite different experiences with it you know i played it through from start to finish uh and raved about it in a to most people who would anybody that would listen but you kind of bounced off it pretty hard right i think it's i don't know yeah i played well probably uh, no less than less than pokemon sure probably five or six hours of it yeah um Yeah, and it's got all the elements that I think I would typically love in game. Like in theory, it's mm. got it's mm. got ambiguity. It's got uh, you know narrative as a as a strong focus. It's got sort of brave new game mechanics, and um, you know it's kind of up mm. its own ass a bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't get. It was just a bit too sort of. I don't know. It just felt like so. The dialogue, especially, was so mm. like B movie to me. It was like mm-hmm. Starship Troopers, but not a joke. You know, like yeah. Starship Troopers yeah. knowingly takes the piss out of itself. Like Death Stranding was kind of seemed very po faced yeah. about it. Well, and it, but it does. I think Death Stranding. The more Death Stranding goes on, the more uh, meta it gets. The more self aware it becomes, and that was something that I, whilst I was in that bubble, whilst I was playing it, I did. I loved. I, there is a very particular moment. Probably my. It's an odd moment, but it's probably my my moment of the game was. Um, a moment at which, as as Sam, you're connecting all of these, uh, connecting up all of the, these towns and all of these outposts, and you're doing, you know, vital work in this in this world. You're you're kind of the man to get things done, and uh, part way through, off the back of connecting the latest um, knot, as it's called, it's basically just another settlement. Uh, you connect this this settlement, and there's plenty of people lining up to sing your praises and tell you you're doing this vital work, and and nobody else can do it. And it's incredible what you've achieved and how important you're becoming to this world and to the survival, the ongoing survival of uh, of the human species. And then the very next request that you get, the very next job request that you get, is a pizza delivery and i loved the juxtaposition of how how what that encompasses this notion that you've just been told you're this most this so incredibly important and how quickly the world starts to take you for granted how quickly you become this thing of once vital work is now being is now becoming incredibly derivative and somebody wants a pizza there's more to it than that because the person ordering the pizza is is um higgs which is kind of one of the big bads of the um of the game but this notion and and it's a job that you can it's an optional thing you can choose to do it or not but the notion that a lot of people would then choose to go and deliver that pizza because this is a game and the game's asking me to do something so I'm probably going to do it and playing into that same mindset of uh, something that once was lauded very recently as being so vital and such important work then gets to well how can we how can we adapt this so that things are just more convenient for us how can we make deliveries more convenient you know and that notion in a world where we're just used to 
uh, depending on where you live, used to being able to not just order something online and receive it the next day, but order something online that day and receive it later that day. It, yeah, it really just, yeah, it, just, it talked to me. And I just, I loved that, how much it was, how much it was self-aware and how much it was poking fun at that and how much a lot of the players kind of just bought into it because it's like, well, yeah, okay, somebody needs a pizza. I'm going to go and go and deliver it. Yeah, well, in the, in a way, I suppose that the, the players buying into it are the punchline of the joke, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Kojima has set up the um, has set up the joke by saying that players players will just do anything that you like as long as they can take Basically, off a mission, they'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, and the punchline is they did it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, and that is, and the, you know, it's all. Of course, it's all there. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. You, you're paid, paid effectively in likes, um, and there's reference there to um, oxytocin and how like connecting with people boosts your mood, and how also this positive reinforcement of receiving likes for doing a, a good job, even though it has no intrinsic value, because this is a world in which once you've connected certain places together, you can print you can 3d print stuff you don't need money to buy stuff so and therefore you're not paid in money you're paid in likes mm. um which serve to you know level you up and, and stuff but you're not it's not you're not spending it as a currency and so yeah the idea that then this gets boiled down to uh to pizza and then later on there's like beer deliveries and all of this stuff. and it's that and that's not that's not why i love it but it's that was just that sums up for me the what it did for me on on that kind of level it's yeah. like yeah that's so i appreciate that so it sounds like then i've got it all wrong and it's actually the most amazing self-referential <laughs> most sort of poignant probing game of our lifetime so why um, why wouldn't you want sure. to play that again well, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, it gets incredibly ridiculous. However self-aware it might be, it gets incredibly ridiculous, particularly towards the end. Uh, there is like a Baywatch slow motion running scene, running hand in hand down a beach. Um, there are references to that the characters make to Mario and Princess Peach. It's, it's, it's in many ways ludicrous. Um, but the reason mostly that I wouldn't want to, or that I wouldn't play it again, is because it was a very complete experience for me from start to finish you know stuff like the licensed music i've got that on a playlist that i listen to and that that gives me a very specific feeling that i had this kind of isolation feeling this kind of just going out into the world and paying very close attention to what i'm doing and where i'm putting my feet and and being alone in this endeavor um it prompts a lot of feelings in me, but I feel like I can't go back to that and have that experience again. Like if I could go back and have the experience for the first time again, that's one thing, but going back to it and trying to somehow recapture that or somehow, somehow play it with foreknowledge of what's to come and none of it feels new anymore. It just, yeah. I mean, as an experience, it's one thing perhaps. And as a game, it's like, I, I don't, I have no need to go back and, and repeat that. Um, so yeah, I was I was on that camp in the camp of of loving it and and feeling that it's and being glad that it exists and understanding that not everybody likes it, but I just I, I wouldn't go near it again. It's, I'm done. Maybe it's one of those things where um, maybe it's real power, as in like the kind of the thinking about it and the um, that that looking back and trying to work out its themes and its impacts that it had at the time rather than just mm. simply rather than being in the moment and and experiencing it maybe yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it, and it's it's not a game. It's probably not a game really that you 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 know you don't really get better at it the more that you play it. It's not really. It's a game that you move through. You can grind if you want. You can take on side deliveries and whatever and get you know boost your stats. But it's not. It's not really doing anything for you. You're not building up to, in the way that perhaps a JRPG you are, where you have to go away and do a load of grinding to come back and beat this boss. It's it, that doesn't really exist. You know, you don't have a fight in it until I don't know ten hours in or something like that. Um, so yeah, so it isn't a game that really rewards you for in in that way that a lot of games do. It doesn't really reward you for the more you play it, the better you get at it. Um, so yeah, it's kind of I don't feel the need to go back and kind of perfect anything it's just an experience to have had and i've had it and and moved on um but that i feel that that leads in the the notion of like getting better at something the more you do it leads very much into your next choice because this is a this is a game that you put an Mm. awful lot of time into so what is what is your next choice for a game that you you love but um, wouldn't go back to? Yeah, so I put a huge amount of time trying to get a lot better and and did get very good at Apex Legends. Uh, yeah, I absolutely I still love it. I still I, I, it's one of those games where I still do kind of really I miss I miss playing it. Um, I miss I miss like just the um, the excitement of it and the fact that you felt you were so present in the game all the time. Like you were just Ooh. so your mind was just fully involved with it. Like you, you had to be in, in order to get through it, in order to perform at any half decent level. Like you couldn't take anything for granted. Like you had to be fully aware of everything all the time. Like what guns you were picking up, where you were going, why you were going there, uh, where the circle was going to be, where other teams might be coming from, what your teammates were doing, um, everything. Um, and yeah, I put a lot of hours into that game and got, pretty pretty decent at it um but i was playing it for a, a lot so i was playing it like for a few hours a day and not um, just time either but some money as well some small investment of money went into oh, yeah. it because you also bought controller oh yeah adapters. i bought like paddles for the controller mm-hmm. so i could um this was playing on playstation i played a little bit on pc but it was predominantly on playstation um <clears throat> yeah paddles for the controller so that i could um uh, uh, what did I have on the paddles? I jump and reload. I think on the paddles, so that I could, so well, that I never course. had what, to. What else would you have? On, yeah, on so so that I never had to take my right thumb off of the thumbstick, so that I could always be aiming 100 percent of the mm-hmm. time. So you, so you, you loved it. You played a lot of it. You got good at it. Certainly, certainly to my eyes, and certainly compared to me. I mean, we played a game of it once or twice, which was uh, hilarious. I don't think. I think our approaches are slightly mm, incompatible. Or uh, my my thing of just drop into the world and have a look around, and you know, it's a bit of a jaunt. Probably wasn't the most effective competitive. No, that's not. I don't think that's not very. Um, No. Um, So you, so you've loved it. So then why? Did you get burnt out on it, or like yeah, what? I think I probably got right. burnt out on it. Um, I was playing it so much, got burnt out on it, and it was one of those things where, when you're so engaged in it like that, I think there was like a week where I didn't play it. I can't remember why, but I, I just I couldn't. I was away somewhere else. I was away from games, um, and then when I came back and had the chance to play it again, trying to get back into that zone, even like I don't know, maybe this says more about me than it says about the game, but trying to get back into that zone again was really was really hard uh once i'd once i'd left it even even for that short amount of time um 
this does happen on games for me quite a lot um i invest so much in it and i become so obsessed with it um happens in a lot of things not just games um but then as soon as i step away from it going back in seems really like an exhausting task because i know that in order for me to get back to that state i'm gonna have to absolutely dedicate myself to it again and it's not a case of like having to like i won't be able to stop myself doing it so Mm. the initial step feels really exhausting and really tough because i know i'm about to enter like a whole new world here and i won't be able to draw myself away from it again and so but just to to clarify that is that that's that's we're not necessarily talking about that everybody else had moved so far ahead in terms of performance that you were now languishing somewhere no, not, near the bottom where previously you would win. This is more of a personal yeah, no, level thing. Yeah, it's not, it's not, um, it's not, no, in a week people are not going to, like the meta of the game is not going to change in a week uh, unless mm. they bring out a big update or a new season or whatever, which they have. So you were still good at it. You weren't, maybe not as sharp, maybe not, you know, you would. Yeah, yeah. And, that's about, and when I say like step away and like not feel like I can get back to that level, it's it's get back to that level of obsession, get back to that level of involvement, mm-hmm. not necessarily get back to that level of skill. That would have taken a couple of hours probably. Um just just to get the the muscle memory back which you know you're not going to lose the muscle memory in a week mm. um so it's that investment of yeah that investment of of emotional energy of intellectual energy of just yeah of and also being just back in that world. yeah and also just going back to okay every time i play a game for fun it will only be apex it will never be another game mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. just completely dominated so unless it was a game for work it would be apex only that's it right um, yeah and also i never really um it would have been easier i think if i had if i knew more people that played it seriously i knew people who played it like had dabbled in it now and again um but it was annoying to, to me um to play with those people because they just didn't understand like the meta of the game it's like why are you dropping over there like we need to go over here why have you still got that gun that you had five minutes ago like what are you doing like and so it'd be yeah. annoying to me because i didn't have people that i thought were uh, like researching the game enough, trying to understand the game enough, trying to understand every single element and how they all fit together in the game. So it was kind of, uh, I know that sounds like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm uh, sort of lording myself over the other people. But I don't know, like when you're obsessed with it to that degree, if you're engaging with it with other people, then they've also got to be doing the same. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you feel, mm-hmm. it feels lonely almost doing it because, yeah. because you're there, you've got, you're with someone, but you're totally disconnected in terms of thinking about it from from how they are. Mm. You're talking some, something of a different language, I suppose, because it's not. We're both sharing this experience, but not in anywhere near the same way. Yeah, you, so I'd never ever want to play with you again. Yeah. <laughs> I do was, not know what you're talking about. It was, that was amazing. I mean, yeah, uh, it was. It, surely it, it had it ruined surely it for both of some. Us. <laughs> I had a I had a great time. Surely it had some comedic value. I mean, there was there's something uh, something. Yeah, amusing like the first game, the first half around. a game was funny, but then it was just right. like, well, we're dead now. Oh, oh he's Again. he's serious. All oh, right, this is actually how he's playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it got, it's well, getting to a point where we're just hoping that you die early, so we just get on with it. <laughs> I just do it by myself. Uh, 
Well, uh, uh, but you're yeah. okay. That's enough about Apex. Otherwise, I'm just going to be tempted to fire it up <laughs> again. Turn into now a, I am yeah, way behind the meta of the game. Yeah. I haven't played it. I've, I, now it would take a long time to learn what that's whole new characters and stuff been added since I last played it. Um, well, okay. So my, my my final choice then is a game that where I have no, there's no danger of me inflicting myself upon anybody, which is good. It's a it's a single player game um, from a while back, ten years or so back. Uh, and it's the original Plants vs. Zombies, and to a wider extent, I guess, like the entire series, but really the original Plants vs. Zombies, um, which I played I played some of on PC, but I played primarily actually on my my old iPod Touch. Uh, remember when hmm. they were a thing? Wow, yeah. that was a tiny little screen. Um, and I played a lot. I mean, I played a lot of Plants vs. Zombies. I played, I played it through multiple, multiple times. Um do you not get and to I a point it. where you just know the pattern though, and you can and you know well, you know well not the pattern, not necessarily memorize the pattern, but reckon memorize the pattern of uh, things that you have to do in order to you know dominate that map. Yes, and I think this is probably part of the problem because it it's like a a, um, a a journey of diminishing returns. Effectively, I think it. I think of it as like having a favorite jigsaw puzzle, a favorite physical jigsaw puzzle that you sit down and you do and every now and then you'll get it out and you'll be like oh you know you get to a point quite quickly where you don't need to look at the picture on the box you're just you know putting it together i've never had i've never had a favorite i've never done a jigsaw more than once the same (laughs) jigsaw more than once i don't think i think 99.99999% of people in the world never do more than one time on the same jigsaw well i may be that 0.0001 percent because that's a it's like a a comforting thing you get it out not to i mean of course not to achieve that that finished picture not to look at that and go like you know oh i wonder what it's going to be this time i'm going to be surprised by this it's the process it's the the sitting down with a, a cup of coffee or something and just like the soothing process of being in engaged with something and not really thinking too much about anything else it's like i'm focused on this thing and that has a degree of like soothing or, yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's a, a mindfulness it's like a, i am very present in what i'm doing um and plants versus zombies was that to me and and part of that was because yes quite quickly you do you do learn what you need to do or at least what things are most effective what combinations of plants you're pitting against the zombies in this kind of quite uh quite basic or quite quite relaxed tower defense style game um the zombies almost always come in from the same place sometimes they drop in and you know halfway through your your setup but generally they um they come in from the right of the screen and they walk quite slowly because they're zombies um and so and it wasn't just the main game it was also the zen garden part of the game that was another thing that i was i would go in and there's this very soothing music when you go into this little greenhouse and you water your plants and they every now and then pop and give you some coins um so it was the whole it was kind of a cyclical habitual thing really it was like a i'll check in on my zen garden i'll play a couple of levels of plants versus zombies to achieve that kind of that that notion of mindfulness that notion of i am now engaged in this thing and nothing else um yeah. the problem with that is that i played it so much that it it became rote rather than being sort of habit or rather than being this soothing cycle it just became a, a thing that i was doing by rote and so then it loses its then it, it stops having that power to bring you into the moment and it your mind wanders and you just start thinking about whatever else and at that point 
the game didn't have anything else to offer me. Um, I mean, I honestly, I think I probably did over probably over a hundred hours of Plants vs. Zombies <laughs> over the over the years, um, and that would be over probably a, a two two or three year period. Just the first game. Just the first game. Yeah, because I bounced hard off the second game. Oh my goodness. That, that felt, what I remember very specifically about the second game was the microtransactions and how egregious they were and how just it was, oh, it felt horrible. This notion of, oh, you, if you want to progress to here, you have to, you have to have a certain amount of this currency and you can get that by playing. Sure. But you're going to have to repeat levels to get it. And really the best way to get it is just to buy, you know, spend a couple of quid and then it, yeah, it was horrible. I just, yeah, I didn't. I went. I got hardly anywhere through through the, the sequel. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just it, it ran its course. I got a lot out of it while I played it, but it's um, it was a done deal. Um, and yeah, I, I, the notion of going back to it now would I, I just. I don't think it's got anything else to offer me, which is fair enough. I don't know that it was ever meant to be played for, to that extent, so it's it's done. I it's, wonder if that's a. Uh, that's a microcosm of tower defense games in general. They, they they don't seem to be really around anymore in the same in the same way. I know there's balloons on phone on mobile, which is doing okay, but you just don't. There's just fewer and fewer of them. It seems as mm. not, it's not really a genre that's sort of stood the test of time so well. No, and an honourable mention would go to Pixel Junk Monsters, which was a very similar thing. Um, not necessarily in terms of form, but that's a tower defense game that has the same sort of feeling to it i played that loads as well i bounced off the sequel yeah and that was from maybe around the same time period perhaps a bit little bit later um i had it on vita so yeah perhaps it's it's not i haven't found a uh perhaps there's some recommendations to be had for uh finding another game of that ilk that's a bit more complex that i mm. could get into again but yeah plants vs zombies is pun intended dead to me all right, so that feels like a good time to end it then. Um, we'll go kill the podcast there. Um, so, well, this episode. We'll kill. Oh, yeah, right. We'll kill this episode <laughs> of this podcast there. Um, so, if you've got any um, thoughts about which games you've loved but would never play again, then you can um, get in touch with us and tell us all about it. Uh, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Indie by Design, and there you'll also find the link to our Discord. Um, but otherwise, uh, leave us five stars on iTunes if you liked what you heard, and we'll be back again next week. 